0: Let's get started.
1: Hey there. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. And we are here today to talk to you about some changes that have recently been announced by one of your favorite favorite and often use social media channels, um, the Goliath of Facebook. Corey, why don't you share with some of our listeners what some of these changes are? And let's just have a discussion about how these changes might actually impact the medical practices out there.
2: Sure. So there's two big changes that we want to talk about. Number one is the fact that Facebook redesigned pages for mobile. So if you have a practice, you probably have a practice Facebook page. And uh, they've are in the process of rolling out these redesigns. You may or may not have seen an email alerting you to the fact that these changes are coming. So that's number one. We're going to talk about that first. And then number two, just so you know what you're getting into as you're listening here, is um, they're moving away from the star ratings in favor of recommendations for pages. So we're going to unpack that as well as we go through the conversation here.
1: So Corey, when you mentioned, um, Facebook making changes to, um, for mobile for the business pages, I'm an administrator on probably two dozen different medical practice accounts just by default. And I got, um, emails for all of them. It didn't mention anything about mobile. So is that just for their mobile page or is their mobile page the same as their desktop page? I think our listeners might just get confused really easily.
2: Yeah, so the big push is going to be on mobile. They're redesigning the pages for around 80 million businesses at the time of this recording to make it easier for people to connect with local businesses and find out what they need. So essentially what that translates to for, for you guys listening is that the information that is displayed on your Facebook business page, they're changing the order in of which that is displayed simply to help people kind of navigate to what they think you want more often or they think users want to see more often essentially.
1: Okay. That makes sense because wasn't it a couple years back, I think, um, gosh, probably more than a couple, probably like five years back that Facebook quit even doing updates to their desktop applications and completely started focusing on mobile and it seemed like Google came in after the fact and started um, penalizing websites for not being mobile friendly. But Facebook has always taken a really, um, really forward leaning approach to to really accommodating the mobile user versus the desktop user. So it sounds like this might be just another extension of that.
2: Yeah, exactly. And And I think what Facebook is trying to do is they're saying, okay, well, we know that when people are out and about they're going to look for information, whether it's, you know, from a salon, they want to book an appointment, or if they're looking for a pediatrician in a new area, or they're just a great sushi restaurant. So they know that they're kind of positioned, or they're trying to position themselves sort of against Yelp and Google, because that's where people go when they're looking for these sort of, you know, ratings and recommendations. So Facebook is saying, well, wait a minute, we have a one of the best communities on the planet, so why don't we put our best foot forward and lean into these ratings and reviews and recommendations? So that's essentially why they're changing uh, the redesign on, on the pages.
1: Yeah, I think that's a super smart move on Facebook, and hopefully Yelp is paying attention because as far as reviews and recommendations go, I know that Yelp is one that we struggle with Most often because there is zero opportunity or let's say 10% opportunity to dispute um, those kind of Yelp recommendations or reviews that go up there, even if they're not true about your practice. And so this will be an interesting thing to watch it unfold for um, for practice managers or administrators to those specific Facebook pages. Is there something um, immediately that they should be doing right now um, to get ready for this?
2: Yeah, so it's rolling out right now, um, and essentially what's happening is they're they're rolling out features to kind of show menus, book appointments, other actions that they think that the mobile user uh, wants to take. And so what they're doing is they're looking at your category and they're saying, okay, so you're a medical practice in this area, so we're going to offer some sort of messaging feature up top or we're going to highlight the recommendations first because that's what people are going to look for and what they're doing is they're saying you can uh, you don't have to do anything and we as in Facebook will choose a template for you and this is how your mobile page is going to look we're just going to update it and you don't have to touch it or you have the option to go in and customize and choose kind of what template you want and what information that you want displayed. Um, so if you're going to have to make the change, which you are, you don't really have a choice, you may as well be in control of it. That's kind of our advice is you can sit on your hands and do nothing and Facebook will just take care of it for you or you can be proactive and you can get the information that you want up front or up top on the page, I guess on mobile.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards it's best to be proactive and not to, exactly. wait and let, to see what's gonna happen to you.
2: Yeah, it, it's one of those things. Um, so I, I'm reading a book right now, and, and one of the key messages so far has been, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility for the things that are happening to you. And it applies here, I think, so perfectly. So these changes, they're not your fault, but they are your responsibility. So you, you may as well just take take the responsibility, make the updates, and that way you know what information is out there.
1: I couldn't agree more. So in your opinion, do you think Facebook has a shot at competing with Yelp?
2: Absolutely. I think they have a really active user base. Um, so I, I think that's going to help them. And then on the flip side, from the business owner, or the practice manager side, I mean, you know, we see it every time that we talk to clients or small businesses, everyone hates Yelp. Like it's just sort of universal. If you're a business owner, you just kind of hate Yelp because of what you were alluding to earlier, Jen, with the reviews and not being able to um, dispute if there's something negative. So I think Facebook is already starting off on kind of a, a a better foot than Yelp and I think the user base is there it's it's active so I think they do have a real chance.
1: Yeah and I think one of the one of the um kind of the benefits over Facebook over Yelp is that Yelp seems to have um a little bit less transparency from the folks mm-hmm. that are making the reviews like just that anybody can go ahead and and rate you know a restaurant or their doctor's office and don't necessarily need to tie it to a public-facing persona, whereas on Facebook, I think they've done a pretty good job over the years of starting to get rid of the fake um, profiles. And you know, when you leave a review, it's actually your little picture or your public facing profiles. So, you know, the level of transparency in Facebook reviews and recommendations is a lot stronger than those, I think, on Yelp. And so um, even on Google, I think Google doesn't have much transparency in those reviews either other than you have to have an account. And so it'll be interesting to see if Facebook can compete with the Google reviews and kind of Google local search and whatnot, um, as well as being able to compete with Yelp. And so um, with that said, you know, what's the second announcement that Facebook made this week? Because I think it ties into this discussion pretty well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It rolls right into that. So they're um, they're moving away from star ratings in favor of recommendations. So essentially sort of everything that they're doing with these announcements is to say we want to position ourselves to be the go to source for local information. So um, it, you have probably seen this on your Facebook page if if um, someone is in a new town and they're saying, what's a really good spot to grab lunch? And then people leave recommendations. So what they've done is they've actually combined the star ratings with those recommendations. So essentially, if you can imagine, um, a mom moves into a new city and she says she joins a, the community like back porch group of, of her neighborhood. And she says, I'm looking for a really great pediatrician. Does anyone have any recommendations? And so what's going to happen is as people start to mention your practice or a competitor's practice, um, Facebook has changed the way that this information is going to be sort of rolled up. And if you are if you're mentioned in one of these recommendations, that's actually going to get put on your Facebook page under the recommendations area. So you'll have your star rating just like you had before, but they're moving away from that. So let's say you had a 4.7. I'm not 100% clear on how these recommendations are going to impact that number. That that number may just be locked in. So you have a 4.7, and they're going to sort of degrade that feature and kind of hide it as they get more and more recommendations. Um, so it'll say, you're a 4.7 out of 5, and here are all of the recent recommendations for your practice. And what Facebook is trying to do is say, when you leave a recommendation, you can't just you know, basically give a thumbs up, you have to have some sort of actual text or photos that go with it. And what they want to do is they want to make these recommendations sort of really full of rich media, and more trustworthy. Like you were saying, Jen, it it does make a lot of sense that um, not only as a Facebook profile, you know, that's me, that's not just, that's not some user account that I made up, this is me. So if I'm recommending it, then there's a lot more weight behind that. So, Facebook, again, they're really leaning into the fact that uh, these are real people leaving real reviews. And because of that, they want you to yeah, expand on your experience and not just say it was great or it was poor.
1: No, totally. And I think this is a potentially a game changer for practices out there that pay attention to their reviews and their re- recommendations, especially the ones that take our advice and kind of lead with the patient's story. I think this is a real opportunity to get out in front of what your competitors down the street are doing prior to them even having a clue that this is, this is going on.
2: Yeah. And what they're doing too is they're saying, um, so not only is there going to be a minimum character count, like I had mentioned, so they're actually going to want you to write something. I think it's 25 characters is like a minimum you have to write. Um, But what they're doing is based on your category. So if your if your page is set up correctly, um, it'll actually show up with sort of category based attribution tags, which means essentially it'll say like, what would you recommend about XYZ practice and you can say great service or the atmosphere or fast check in. And those are going to kind of change depending on like what people are saying, but they're, they're going to allow people to click on these tags real quick in addition to the 25 characters. And then they're going to also ask you for photos and things like that to really kind of beef up these recommendations.
1: It'll be interesting to watch how they um, how this kind of unfolds because I'm thinking about these community pages where somebody goes in and says, hey, I'm looking for a new pediatrician and multiple practices get mentioned within that yeah. one post. And so will your competitors, potentially your competitors may actually end up showing up on your business profile page under your reviews because they're part of those discussions.
2: Yeah, it's possible. I mean, it's it's kind of like um, when you go to Amazon, you know, and you see people also search for, or people also bought or whatever. And so if you're looking at a pair of headphones, it'll show you other headphones that people looked at or purchased, and yes, those are your competitors, and it sort of pits you sort of recommendation against recommendation right in front of the user which is good or bad depending on you know where you stand with all that and how far behind you are
1: no i think this is i think this is good information it's um you know by by all means you know facebook comes in makes changes those changes could go away in 2 weeks after they roll them out so i don't know <laughs> that anybody needs to jump in and you know completely change their strategy but i think that um kind of one of the key takeaways here is that it's important to understand what's going on one and Two, you know, I think that we want to be proactive instead of reactive and we want to make, go ahead and make whatever changes that we can make now versus letting someone else do it for us. And then three is I really think that as social media continues to evolve and practices are outlining their strategies moving forward, that, you know, it's, it's important that we all realize that social media isn't what it was just a couple of years ago. And it's morphing into something much more transparent and interactive and um, collective. And really, you know, it's part of that social media customer service strategy. And it's part of a much bigger picture and needs to be considered as such. It's no longer a line item, but it's part of a, a main item of your marketing plan and your customer service and employee engagement plan moving forward.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I would say that, um, you know, it, it, a lot of uh, practices that, that we work with and some of our listeners, I'm sure, experience this day to day when they're talking to some of their physicians. Uh, they don't see the value in social media. They still think it's, you know, that silly thing where people post pictures of what they had for lunch. And yes, that that's absolutely true. But what you're saying is that it's also changing the way that we market and, and that people are marketed to, you know, they're used to seeing these sort of advertisements on social media now. So that's sort of old hat. But this next phase, this next trend is really this sort of recommendation and review platform. And and if Facebook is leading the charge, um, you know, they have 1.65 billion like daily active users or whatever (laughs) craziness it is. They're probably right, you know, so it it would make sense to kind of get behind this now.
1: Absolutely. I, I you say it just like it is. And it's, it's important for all the practices out there to start paying attention and make sure that you jot it down now and include it in your strategic plan for 2019.
2: So remember um, that it's, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility.
1: That's right. And it's (laughs) our responsibility to share this information with you. And with that, I am Jennifer. I'm Corey. And thank you so much for joining us again on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. See you next time.